Hello, my name is Joe, and I'm with Boss. I'm sitting here with Aaron from Bella Kalina, Kristen from Belmont Mansion, and we are once again exploring a different topic, and this topic is going to be RSVPs for your wedding. Because RSVPs are always fun. It's probably one of the things that the brides freak about them, freak out about the most. That and transportation, even though only 2% of your crowd is actually going to use transportation, they freak out about it all the time. But we'll talk about transportation another day. Let's talk about RSVPs. Because for some reason, I could say this really mean, I could say it really nice. Be mean about it. It's Monday. <laughs> so people Monday think meanies. that they're liked a lot more than they actually are. Right? I mean, it's true. It's what happens. I mean, how many times, and I would say it's it's become a norm over the last decade, right? Where they say, oh, I'm going to have 175 people at their wedding. And it's more like 125, 100, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Every once in a while, we get some where it's like, I'm going to have 175. You ended up with 178. You went three over to max capacity. You're screwed. But, you know, in fairness... <laughs> Um, and then maybe people didn't show up on the wedding day. I don't know. But I, I feel like RSVPs are always one of those things that they have a really hard time with that and um, seating charts, right? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, transportation. Those are the three kickers in the butt. But RSVPs, they want to invite everybody. Okay, how about this? Let me ask you both. The perfect size of a wedding where the couple can actually enjoy be able to talk to X amount of people around them. What would you say is that number? I'm going to say 100. I would say 100 too. Mm -hmm. right. My number was going to be around 125. Because there's only so much time you have with each person at the wedding, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're being pulled in 15 different directions all the time. And if you want quality conversation, it's probably not going to happen on your wedding day. Mm -hmm. I'd say regardless of your guest count, it's probably not going to happen on the wedding day. <laughs> but if you keep your count lower to that 100, 125 number, I mean, that's still a lot of people to talk mm -hmm. to on I the daggone wedding day. Yeah. So when you think about that... and. I would I always try to say if your venue's max capacity is X number, stay sixty percent of that number. Mm -hmm. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. When you max a, a venue out. You, you always reference what airplane seating? airplane seating. I mean, when you max a place out, it's like sitting in coach. Your knees are touching the chair in front of you at the ceremony and blah, 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 especially if it's indoors. I mean, and, you know, you're sitting at a table, you're maxed out at the table. The person, the table behind you barely has enough room where people can walk in between you. You are maxed out, which means you're maxed out. If there is a one-gallon jug full of water, which Kristen has a hard time oh understanding this whole concept, but if there is a one-gallon jug of water, you can only put one gallon in that jug of water. So whenever a venue says my max capacity is 200 and you go 201, you're basically screwing yourself. I mean, you're overflowing the one-gallon jug. It's gonna gotcha. drip out. Not so, even gonna go there. So my point is, if a venue says the max capacity is x make sure you stay about 60 percent of that max capacity if you want a very free-flowing event if you want to actually enjoy your event and make sure everybody has enough room now if you feel like i had to get married at this venue but my max capacity is this and i'm going to max it out and that's it you know it happens and that's fine just as long again you have that right mindset that this is what you're walking into this is worst case scenario this is what it's going to look like then you're fine and the guests will all be fine because they're going to party drink enjoy have food and they're around people that they love. It should be pretty damn simple. But let's talk about those RSVPs. So who do you invite to your wedding? My rule of thumb has always been if you haven't seen them in five years, screw them. Don't invite them. But some people, of course, don't agree with that. 
So, Aaron, at your wedding, can you please stop hitting the dead Sorry. <laughs> Why not move around so damn much? All right, so let's talk about your wedding. Who did, did you max us out? Did you max out, Bella? No. How many did you end up with? Um, I think my RSVP was 130, and we had like 115 show. Did you feel like you got to talk to everybody pretty decently? Yeah, I had think so. Time? Yeah. Okay. So I'm then, blast. I'd do it all over again. If, when you when you decided to put together yours and Chad's list. <laughs> My list. For all of us that don't know, Erin can't sit still and she constantly makes a bunch of banging noises. Sorry. All right. So when you put together your list, how did you put together your list? Was it everybody and anybody that you knew? Yes. And I will tell you, I, a lot of couples will ask me, if you could change one thing about your wedding, what would it be? It would be that. Um, I was working at a bank at the time. So I, I was in management. And I did feel obligated to invite my employees, whether I liked them or not. Um, and I did. And the ones I actually really liked that had a good relationship with me did come. But on the flip side of that, the ones that maybe didn't like me as much or I didn't care for as much, I, I couldn't invite like one or two of my like 10 employees. So I invited them all. Um, there were a few who told me, yes, they're coming, but then they had no intention of coming. That pissed me off, and it still does. I've worked here for over seven years. I've been married for seven and a half years, and I'm still mad about it if you're listening to this. Um, but you will run into that. So it was almost like obligatory invites. Don't feel obligated to invite anybody At to your all. wedding day. That, that is one thing I would change. We would go back and redo that list, and we'd probably have about 75 invites. Invi- <laughs> right. You know, you still have a couple obligatory, like, my, my grand, the grandparents I still have are pretty old and my grandmother's not going to travel out here. If I got married tomorrow, she lives in Illinois. She's not able to travel here. She would still get an invite, even though she's, I know she's not coming. My great aunt, um, same thing, older, not going to be able to travel. She's still getting an invite. She, they'd be part of that 75, even though I know they're not coming because they are just not able to, not because I wouldn't love them here. They're just not able to, mm-hmm. they'd be part of that 75. <laughs> My guest count would be much smaller. Because <laughs> if I don't want to buy you dinner any other time, why mm-hmm. am I going to do it now? If you don't want to buy them dinner any other time, why would you do it now? So is that my the rule em- of thumb? My employees, I would have bought them dinner on the company's dime. <laughs> but I wanted to spend my own money on them. Now, our employees now, well, well means I'd buy you dinner. But mm-hmm. <laughs> not where I was working. So my rule of thumb has always been if you have seen them within the last five years, you invite them. Your rule of thumb is if you would buy them dinner, then you would invite them to the wedding. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. You have a rule of thumb, Kristen? I would combine the two if I haven't seen you Cheater. in three years. <laughs> and I would buy you dinner more than once in a year. So you're obviously a lot cheaper than us. Yes. Okay, that's nice. Depends, well, I didn't say where we were going to dinner. <laughs> Mine would be a whole... My my invite list would be a whole lot smaller. Yes. So why do people How many people want... did you have? I had... Oh, it's like 135, I want to say. Okay. People so that were there. About the same as mine. I would probably not even go over 50. Why do people invite... 175 300 or as we see some on some of these inquiries uh 500 people to their wedding they think that many people like them 
where do you find 500 people? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Nah, we had a bridal party that had, I told you, I mean, Shelly and Vincent. I mean, they had 21 bridesmaids and then another 19 groomsmen. Where did they find them? That's I mean, crazy. There sororities, are fraternities, I all was the in a sorority I mean, and I had four. <laughs> but, wow. I mean, in fairness, depending how large it is. Sure. But I feel like... Um, you know, there's this, there's these certain people who, of course, they love to go out, they hang out. I mean, think of Friends growing up, right? Like mm-hmm. the movie, the show, the show. Friends, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and people actually love that shit, right? And that's okay. I'm not that person. I don't want to be that person that wants to go out sure. with a bunch of friends all the time. But those people are going to invite a hell of a lot more people to their wedding, yeah. right? Okay. It's just who they are. And that's fine. That's your thing. Go for it. It's going to be a hell of a lot more expensive. But if that's yep. your thing, then you go for it. And that's it. okay. Yep. But the 175, the and granted, 175, it's not horribly big. I mean, we're only talking about 50 over that 125 number that I had said. It's not horribly big. And if you, you know, if you're from the South, sometimes you have some really large families. Yeah, and you it's know, who do you say no to? We're in the Bible Belt as well. You have to, you have to account for that as well. You know, like some church. I mean, you have church are, are your family. Yeah. You know. So I get it. I mean, there's going to be ones that are going to be large. But at the same time, if your venue, let's just say Bella Kalina is max at 175, the comfortable number is 125. You're saying to be able to talk to all your friends and everybody. She's still playing with her damn microphone. (laughs) It's got to be perfect. If you're still talking about that 100 number that you said, and we're somewhere between 100 and 125, it comes down to if you max out your venue, it's not going to be the same event as it would be if you only had 100 or 125 people. Mm Mm-hmm. It's I just agree. not. It's not going to look the same. It's not going to feel the same. You're maxing out your venue. I mean, if think of it like being on a plane, right? I mean, if the plane is 60% full, everybody's really comfortable. Mm-hmm. But when the plane is 100% full, everybody's pretty uncomfortable trying to make that long flight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you, when you think about it like that, it's just a different experience. It's a different experience for you. You know, as a couple, it's a different experience for the family and it's definitely a different experience for the guest compared to all the tables and chairs being maxed out in a certain space or having a lot of room in between all the tables and chairs. So, but when they invite that many people, they've got to know that they're not going to talk to that many people. Please tell me they know that they're not going to talk to 300 people in that day. 300. I would hope not. That's a lot of damn That's people. a lot of people. I mean, your event is only so long. Mm-hmm. And think about it. Six hours, and if you have 300 people at your event, how long does it take to get everybody fed? Mm. I mean, think about that, right? Like, that yeah. time that you could be dancing and having fun and enjoying is, being, is still part of dinner. Because the first table, parents, bridal party, whatever the case may be, the first couple tables that get fed, that's great. But by the time they're done eating, that last table probably hasn't even been served yet. Sure. Yeah. Because of how many people there are. Mm -hmm. But then you still have to wait until that last table is served and they have enough time to be able to enjoy their food before any of the main festivities can start. So the length of time that you're actually partying, enjoying the actual event, it's, it's being taken up by so much of that dinner that has to happen. Maybe we can bring in a caterer. I'd be, you know, speaking of like serving the dinner, you're right. It's going to take a long time. The more people you have to feed, but how do you best accommodate that? And and part of that's got to be venue specific as well. If you think about it, I've got couples who will ask me, can we do, was, is it called Southern style where they just put it on the table? Mm-hmm. Sure. Or family, yeah. family, family style. style. Yeah. 
And I'm like, is that the best way to feed 300 to 500 people? You would think so, except we're an outside, primarily outdoor venue. Well, it comes down to space, right? Space, yeah. So, I mean, if, Folks. you know, I mean, we can't even put salads on the table most of the time ahead of time. Oh, because yeah, centerpieces. It's and tough. Like, so, but let's just say that the venue is capable of holding 500 people. And these particular couple only you know, maxed amount, I mean, uh, ended up fulfilling 300 people. You can do a split formal buffet, do 150 people on one side, 150 on the other plated meal, but then you're going to have to have a ridiculous amount of servers to mm-hmm. make sure everybody gets fed fast. I feel like that would take forever. Um, you know, you can do stations, servers. stations being yeah. a hell of a lot more relaxed of an environment where everybody just goes to the table that they want free flowing, kind of enjoy yourself. I mean, there's a lot of options out there, but it's still, no matter what, when you're feeding 300 versus 100, you're looking at three times the amount of time to be able to get that, to get that event done with, that portion of the event done with. We keep going back to six hours. That's just what we do. Mm-hmm. I was in a wedding not too terribly long ago, and she only had a five-hour mm-hmm. event, including the prelude. Yeah. And it's like, she did station style. She did not have 300 people. Um, it was done correctly it was hosted very nicely and very well i'd never been to a wedding with stations um we've hosted them but i've never partook partook uh, part, <laughs> partaken in that kind of um eating <laughs> but it was uh it was done very well but i feel like it would have been a lot more chaotic with 300 people the venue probably could have accommodated it but she only had um 95 and it was uh it was cool, but I can't imagine three times the size. Yeah, there's got to be something said about, yeah, the dinner is longer, but then you also have a ridiculously a lot more people at the end of the event. Yeah. That's stuck in there with you. Yeah. And that part's pretty cool, too. That part is cool. So I guess there's pros and cons to everything, but I mean, I wish I could understand it's just so much more money. I'd say in food alone to spend to, to feed three to five hundred. I keep going. I got a story about a five hundred. Um, I'll tell you guys in a second. <laughs> um, but to feed that many people, well, it depends if it's a, a formal buffet or if it's a plated meal. Yeah, what they're depends serving. On what they're serving is it barbecue? Is it filet mignon? You know, you're gonna have a huge variance depending on what you're serving. But let's just say it's like middle of the lot chicken. You know, it's like, I love chicken. There's so many different ways you can cook a piece of chicken, right? The average couple with a formal buffet would be around $25 a head. Right. (laughs) Times 300 to say 500, you're spending in catering probably what you're, you may be spending more than what you booked your venue for, which Mm -hmm. the venue is typically one of the more expensive costs. Costs. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's that's a lot of food. That's a lot of money. All the more reason to keep your guest count smaller. Cake. Cake, yeah, you got to feed all those people with cake as well. I, uh, Bar. I was, oh, yeah, God forbid you spend it. Oh, you, you have alcohol, you know? I mean, just think of the cost factor with just food, cake, just dinner, the cake, the bar alone, and how much that costs for 300 people versus 100 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. But if that's what you want, God bless you. We love you. We're just not going to have well, you I just here. can't host you. you know? <laughs> We uh, always, you know, it's like, don't waste your time. Like if you're like, okay, I'm going to go tour five venues today. Be sure if you know, you're going to have those three to 500 people weddings. That, that is fine. Like we said, like, if that's what you want, you, you do that, but you expect to pay for it. Um, but don't go tour a venue. That's well, They should have some qualifying questions and at least vet the venue properly before they I tour. Agree. I mean, a couple we... of main questions should be, what is your max capacity? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is it indoor or outdoor? 
all inclusive. And if it's not, am I allowed to bring my own vendors? Do you have a plan B if it rains? Yeah. What happens if it rains? Because that's a huge one, right? Mm-hmm. Are you within my budget? Yep. I have this date that I have to get married on. Is it and still no available? No flexibility. Yeah. Or if you're flexible, then yeah. that works out great. <laughs> yeah. But if you're trying to get married on this particular date and can only get married on this date, God bless. Check with the freaking venue to see if the date's available before you waste everybody's time and door. We are. Uh, I was doing a tour this a while back. Um, and it's, it's, it's very rare that I end up left speechless, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> I usually have some, some sort of comeback. Um, it's all over our website, what our max capacity is. It is in our greeting email. There's no way at any point that I told you, you could have this many people. And most at that time, all communication was with me. Um, we go to do the tour and I always get to a certain part of the tour where I'm like, Oh, what season are we thinking? And how many people are we thinking? Even if you've already told me leading up to this point, you're thinking hundred, you're thinking 150. I probably already know, but I have a lot of communication. Anyway, we get outside and I'm like, and how many people are we thinking? She pauses. She's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right around 500. <laughs> and I think my jaw dropped. <laughs> I was like, I just stopped and I looked at her. And my face will give it away that I was like, I don't really know what to say <laughs> right now. And, and I, here's what I said. I was like, you know, I can do, we can do one of two things. It's like, you're here. Um, I can continue the tour or we can just stop mm-hmm. <laughs> the tour. And she looked at me like I was crazy. Like I just grew like a second head or something. Um, I was like, it's physically impossible here. Um, it, it may look like I could accommodate that, but but I cannot just because the word just because we are a mansion does not mean I can accommodate 500 people. Um, well, because it doesn't matter that we have 22,000 square feet in the mansion. It comes down to how much room do you have in one room in case it rains and exactly. you have to have ceremony yes. in that room. I mean, you yeah. can only fit so many people in a room. It's so not. I was like, I don't want to waste your time, but really, I don't want you to waste mine. And mm-hmm. I didn't say that because I, I know how rude that could you sound. You just did. Oh, I'm saying it now. <laughs> I'm saying it now. But don't waste my time. If our, ma- our max capacity is 175, don't come in here with 500 people. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I talked to you on the phone and I know I asked at no point did 500 come up. And really how many venues in the area, anywhere within a hundred mile radius can, can really handle a 500 person wedding? You have to look at an event center. I mean, I, I know maybe three that I can think of. And I know a lot of venues. I've been in a lot of venues. We've talked to a lot of venue owners. I know maybe three that could probably pull it off. And that's about it because they have to have a room that can handle 500 people seated for a ceremony. And dinner. I mean, you could break people mm-hmm. up for dinner, but yeah, for a ceremony, they have to be in one room. So when I think about that, you know, there's maybe three venues that can do it, and that's about it. That's a lot of people. So many people. I, she's like, well, maybe we could do our, um, they were doing a bridal shower. And I'm like, well, how many people are you thinking for that? And like, she's <laughs> like, 200. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm, no, you're, you're all over my max. <laughs> So, I just can't imagine how much it costs, God bless. I mean, we've yeah. had some expensive weddings, but I just can't imagine that. So it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. If you like what you heard, just keep on listening because we're not going to stop. <laughs>